Welcome back. In the last session, our focus was on what it means to be an effective communicator and why that is sometimes hard. I ended the session by saying that effective communication, getting people to do what you want, shouldn't be easy. In this session, we'll expand on what it takes to earn the right to be an effective communicator. Can you imagine a world in which getting people to do what you want, to believe what you believe, was so easy that everyone was able to do it whenever they wanted? I mean, what kind of you know, strange, volatile world would that create? Fortunately, nature has found a way to balance the potential of human beings to trigger thoughts and beliefs in the brains of their fellow human beings with mechanisms that slow things down, that give people the opportunity and the desire to exercise reason, to accept or reject the proposition based on other facts, experiences and beliefs. Human beings are born with the capacity for scepticism or aversion to change, and that helps keep things stable, which is good. Now that's looking at things from a very holistic point of view. If we zoom in on your scenario, you achieving what you aim to achieve, that scepticism and aversion to change is an obstacle. But it is an obstacle that you can overcome with effective argument and convincing delivery. This program is about learning what you can do to build effective arguments and convincing delivery. When you follow our approach, not only do you become a more effective, active communicator, you also earn the right to exercise that power because you have done the work and you've given yourself the opportunity to exercise your powers of judgment. This is not just what I think should happen, but what should happen based on this reality, this argument and these reasons. Exercising your powers of judgment means observing yourself, observing yourself, your motivations, observing your fellow human beings and the world in which you live. Reflecting on this and making coherent, reasonable sense of what you observe and making decisions about what needs to be preserved, stabilised, what needs to change. The work of observation, reflection and interpretation gives you what you need to communicate effectively. Observation helps you to understand what it is that you're dealing with. Simple as that, really. Reflection is a word that encompasses many different modalities, from taking a pause, to sleeping on it, to meditation, listening to music, doodling, mind mapping, collaging, painting. It's about holding that information for long enough to allow the neurons to connect. And connect they will when you begin interpreting this data. And interpret it you must. Otherwise, you're taking your cues from other people. What do you see happening? And what do you believe is causing it? What do you believe should be happening? And what could be achieved with the available resources? Why do you believe that that should happen? And what do you believe can be done in order to achieve it? You see, what you believe is really important. It can change. It actually should change with, with new information. That's okay. But it stands to reason that before getting anyone to believe you, you've got to work out what you know and what you believe to be true. This will help you develop a better argument and you will be more confident and convincing in your delivery. 
What we're suggesting is that you lift your observation, reflection and interpretation to a higher level. Now, what about that isn't easy? Well, for one thing, there's a lot of noise in the world. There are so many stories and opinions and perspectives and last minute offers that cross the globe, that cross the, the screen of your laptop. Um, it's happening all the time. And whatever your assessment of what is going on in the media at the moment, there is a huge choice of channels. So we recommend that you make it easier to form your own perspectives by choosing your channels. Like turn off the ones that are ruining it for you. Find spaces of time in your day to watch and to listen to the things that you want to know about. See, we're releasing these programs via video and podcast. I get most of my brain food through my ears. When I travel, I listen to stuff. Driving or commuting, I listen to the radio, podcasts, and more than anything, I listen to audiobooks. When I feel the pull of uh, uh, you know, that, 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 that drive to check news feeds or social media, I've actually learned to quarantine that. I quarantine those activities because there's just so much of it, and so much of it is not worthy of my attention. Sometimes I turn everything off so that I've, I've just got time to, to, to look out the window, see what's in front of me, you know, to think and to work out what I believe. There are a number of things that I do that help me reflect. I might ride the bike, I go for a long swim in the ocean, work in the garden. That time allows the thoughts to land, to, to organize themselves and to create a, a coherent perspective, which then forms the basis of my communication. You know, when I'm approaching a speaking engagement or, or trying to solve a difficult communication problem, that time is essential. The neurons fire or they don't. Reflection time gives them the chance to fire and connect so that your interpretation and decision-making is of the required standard. Now, I understand that reflection time might sound a bit passive or unproductive, but it's a solid practice that deserves to be included in your mental workflow. I often advise clients struggling with communication challenges to change their environment, to step away from the keyboard or the notebook and go for a walk. Early mornings seem to work for many people, but don't be confined. Any time of the day could be the right time for you. And that's the essence of this session's action learning. As soon as you can, get up and go for a walk. Simply reflect on some of the things that we've covered, some of the things that you want to achieve, and allow the thoughts to organize themselves. And when you've had enough, return to the keyboard or the notepad and record whatever has occurred to you. It doesn't have to be profound or complete. Simply notice what your brain is able to sort through when you give it the opportunity. See you next session. Bye for now.